What's everybody? <laughs> I'm sorry. What's up, everybody? I'm your host and founder, Jolin Suits. I just wanted to let y'all know that this podcast is going to be a little different. We had a little technical difficulties, and I had to do this podcast twice. That's how much I love y'all. I did this podcast twice, but I had to split it into different clips. One half is from a clip from Friday, and another clip is from a half from Sunday. And the clip from Sunday, audio sounds just a little bit different. So forgive me for that. Uh, I just want to say thank you to Justin Fowler. Thank you to my big brother, Kenny, for making this all possible. Did y'all see that fly? That fly is really bothering me. <laughs> but yeah, I just want to say thank y'all and let y'all know that from now on, you will get the best content from me. And I love y'all and thank y'all for supporting me so far. And I can't wait to continue this road with y'all. So forgive me for this uh, content. It might not be the best, but I believe it's the best. I believe it's the best that I can give y'all. How about that? And uh, I love y'all. Keep God first. Know that God's for you. Enjoy the podcast. What's up, everybody? I am Jalen Suits, the host and founder of Sit Down with Swaggy Suits. Today, we have a former two-time BCS national champion from the University of Alabama, former Tennessee Titan, Seattle Seahawks, and Atlanta Falcon, Justin Fowler. How are you feeling, bro? How's everything going? Everything's going good, man. I feel great, man. Glad to be part of you. Yeah, very Yes, sir. I'm glad to have you. Shout out to my big brother, Kenny. He hooked this all up. So without him, none of this will be possible. But we're just going to start off by just saying, like, growing up, what did you want to do? Like, when you was growing up as a youngin', was football always the main thing that you had in mind? Always the main thing, man. I remember, as far as I can remember as a kid, like, kindergarten, first grade, people asked me what I want to be. And I was like, man, I want to be an NFL football player. And that right. was my bread and butter, and that's what I stuck to. Like, that's really what I wanted to be. Right, right. Did you have some people that was like, Shutting you down, like, no, nah, that ain't possible. No, nah, I never had anybody shut me down. Actually, everybody kind of built me up, you know, because as a look, even mm-hmm. as a little kid, like 10, 11 years old, I'm playing with grown ups. Like, they like, man, you the truth, man. Like, if you speak with it, you can go somewhere with it. And that was like motivation for me. I'm, I have, I'm the only kid right. out here playing with adults. You know? so that was right. big for me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, going into high school, you faced a tragedy. Can you tell us, like, what that all did to your mental? Man, I, before I, even before I got to high school, man, people don't know the story, like, the real story behind it. Starting in seventh grade, man, I took cool, man, you know, trying to be a cool kid, trying to hang out, trying to do all the wild things like everybody else was doing. I failed. Failed itself right. Failed. Mm. I let my partners catch up with me. Cut up with me. Seventh grade to be Flunked again. So, it was, mm. it was a, I got a heck of a story, man, to tell, man. Like you said, I had a tragedy happen when I got to high school, which was my big brother passed away. Um, one of our best friends was, like our, like our brothers, really. He playing with the guy, he got shot in the back of the head. So, mm. man, it was, it was hard. I just felt like at that time I had to do it for him, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I lost my big brother, too, in 2020. Uh, you know, Kenny can tell you about that. And, like, everything I do now is just, like, for him. Motivation. You know what I'm saying? Motivation. I got to use it. You got to use it. You got to use it. Now, you from Mobile, Alabama. So, you stayed in Alabama. What made you choose Bama in your recruiting process? Oh, uh, man, it came down to Florida State and Alabama, man. Uh, and Florida State made, like, a heck of a late push, you know. It was just, like... Come mm-hmm. here, bro. You're going to be our starter, our day one guy. Uh, we got a new coach. Um, who, 
not Bobby Brown, but uh, Jimbo. Jimbo had just got hired as the new coach. Jimbo. I mean, he was just a guy mm-hmm. who was recruiting me. He was in South Alabama originally. Damian Craig. Uh, he was just like, man, telling you, Jonathan, man, come here. We're going to be the day one starter. Um, it won't be no Antonio Freeman or anything like that. We got you. Like, we want you to come get the ball for us. And it was like two weeks before mm-hmm. I had to go to Bama. So, man, my mom sat down and just asked me, she was like, dude, what you really want to do? I was like, mama, well, Jim O'Neill talking real good right now. So, she was like, man, Bama, <laughs> they, they, they the one who stuck with you all this time. And I want you to go to Bama. So, I met my mom real close. So, I was like, do what my mom want me to do. And that was the deciding factor. Okay, okay. Um... Did you? What was the experience like with Nick Saban, like recruiting you? He just told me um, the crazy thing is I really wasn't on much radar until like the All Star Mississippi Alabama Mississippi All Star game '08, and we had just, we were first off the championship prior, and nobody mm-hmm. was recruiting me. So uh, my coach, my, my high school coach, Kerry Stevenson, he got on the phone. He's talking to Coach Saban. And he was like, man, he's one of the best kids out of this area. Like, you got to have this kid on the team. Like, and I, I get mm-hmm. it. He called. He was like, y'all was going to say, man, talk to you. Like, huh? Right. I would have been like, we talking about Nick Saban? Yeah. <laughs> I get on the phone. He was like, hey, Charleston, how you doing? This is Coach Saban. I was like, oh, whoa, oh, this the real deal for real. Uh, we're going to to give you a scholarship even though you can't play your senior year in college Uh, we just love your film we we love everything about you but only thing is by not playing this year you you can't talk to anybody else you can't you can't (laughs) it was hard though dang you just laid down the road I'm going to give you a scholarship but you out here talking to everybody I'll pull it so that that kind of where you're deciding like alright I ain't going for the state I'm staying Okay, okay. Now we're going to jump to 2012. Western Kentucky, you injured your leg. Walk me through that whole process of rehabbing. Like, what did the rehab look like? Man, it was hard, bro. Like, it was time that I set up and practice on the break. And just doing that rehab, thank you. Think that much more about quick because going in there every day trying to strengthen everything in your leg. Cause it wasn't just a, a, a ACL; it was the calf muscle, it was the hamstring, it was the quad, it was the knee, like kneecaps. Uh, mm-hmm. It was the MCL, it was the PCL. Only thing I didn't tear in my knee was ACL. And it was just yeah, man. Like you had to go in there and actually learn how to basically walk with you and being your knee. Like, it's crazy, bro. Like, it's hard, bro. Like, you're going in the training room, the last thing they do is they tell you, like, we got to get your knee bent into like 90 degrees, yeah. 180. You know, you can't be in your position. So, they bend it for you, just push it, push it, push it. You can do about it. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of breaking up a little bit, but we're going to see if it's, if it get better, kind of breaking up a little bit. But, uh, you said they was pushing on your knee. Like, could you, like, did it hurt when they was doing it? Or, like, it was easier for them to do it instead of you trying to it, do it? It hurt when they did it because they was trying to get your knee back to its, it's, it's normal its normal state, you know? 
Mm. By Bennett. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Alabama, they got some good trainers right there. Like, that's probably the best place to be with an injury like that. So, do you think the process at Alabama made it easier for your rehab? I mean, the guys, they they, they going to let you know from the beginning when you first get hurt, hey, we're going to push you um, because we want you to get back on the field and play. And Jeff, and, um, mm-hmm. Jeff, Miss Ginger, and um, Jeremy, they, they, they hit with the trainers, man. And you got the guys in the weight room back then. You had Scott Cochran, Coach TJ, uh, Corey. You had those guys pushing you as well, trying to get you back. And, you know, Alabama, they don't bring you up after you sit down. They bring you up got to play. And if you're good enough to play, they want you to play. You're going to play. So now you come back from your injury. Your offensive role went from majorly running back to fullback now. Did you feel like that made it better on your knee, becoming a full fullback? No, I, I mean, I was going to play whatever regardless because I'm just that type of player who going to do whatever the coach is asking me to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just going to do whatever the coach is telling me to do. And, um, at the moment, I guess I wasn't playing my best. I mean, I had just had a great game against Cincinnati in the next week. The mm-hmm. coach wanted me to start. And I'm like, oh, man, this is my chance to show what I can do. But I get in the game, mm-hmm. by me thinking about my knee, I freeze up. Mm-hmm. Coach called me on the phone during the game. We playing Colorado State. We're like, you scared or something? I'm just like, nah, I ain't scared. But the whole time, like, what the hell? You nervous. But the week before, mm-hmm. I wasn't standing my knee. So what's going on with you? Like, it was yeah. crazy. So would you say would you say that was a mental thing? Like, your knee injury, like, messed up your mental mindset? That was more of a mental thing for me because um, I was just like, man, what if I get hurt again? Then some games I'll be okay. Like, I wasn't understanding it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, my mom, my mom went to the University of Alabama. And back then, she was friends with some of the football players. And she said they did things like ballet and stuff to help with their balance. Okay. So did all that karate, uh, Pilates, like it, it was part of it, like mm-hmm. um, what, yeah, striking with MMA um, trainers, all that type of stuff, man. We did it all. Yeah, that was you answered my question. I was going to say, is there anything that y'all did that was like unusual for football? But you just answered. y'all took karate. What, 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 what is karate? What, how did that help? I guess it's striking and learn learning how to use your body. Like we did a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. like the, the kicks and. And chopping and like it, it was it was unusual, bro. Like you know, football players just used to lifting weights and just playing ball. But when you, I'm pretty sure yeah. I'm in college, you probably do it now. Like it just, I, I, I bulldoze I you not. It really helped. Bro. Like it was crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that Nick Saban do it well. Just not Nick Saban. The whole Alabama just organization. Oh, yeah. Like oh, I guess yeah. they just they know what's best for yes, you. Sir. Now I want I want to get into the, your craziest Nick Saban story. Has there ever been a time where y'all bumped heads and you like, man, I'm, I'm done? Yeah, man. Actually, uh, one day me and TJ were playing at practice, and, and at the end of practice, me and Coach Saban, he had to make like I feel like he was kind of picking with me. So we going back and forth mm-hmm. like saying, "Look, well, we weren't saying I wasn't saying anything, but he was just looking at me, and I was giving him this crazy look throughout the whole practice. So at the end of practice, he called me out. He's like, "Oh, Nudy, you can stop looking at me like that." But I mean, what the F you talking about, bro? I ain't even did that to you. <laughs> he was like, oh, you <laughs> an F-dump? I said, yeah, you got me F-dump. And we just went 
went back and forth, man. It was crazy. <laughs> I walked on. I told him I quit. Um, it, uh, once I uh, walked off the field, my coach came. My coach, Coach Steve, he had got hired on me up there. He came, chasing behind me. Coach Cockburn called me. Uh, it was just like, man, Coach said, we just want to talk to you. Then me and him, we sat down in the office. He apologized for me. I apologized to him. They were like, I ain't never seen that ever happen. Coach Saban don't really apologize to nobody. And I like, they were like, man, you like one of the first. He really appreciates you, and he, he really likes you if you're doing something like that. Yeah. Would you would you say that made y'all relationship stronger, that whole incident? I mean, I, I wouldn't say that, but it's still coach-to-player relationship, you know? It, it, yeah. We ain't had no bad blood after that, and he just told me things that I was doing that, that hurt his feelings at the time. So, yeah. I had to understand that, and he just told me he was trying to light a fire under my ass. So, sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you good? <laughs> you good? He, he tried to get you going. Oh, yeah. See, but watching from home, ever oh, Nick Saban the GOAT. But if we watch the interviews, like, oh, Nick Saban ain't nothing to play with. Like, is that the same? Is that the same like, towards his players? Like, is it like nice Nick Saban, or is it the same yeah. energy interviewers I get? Like, the, same. the people that's interviewing it? Same. Um, off camera, on camera, he the same, man. He's even at the coaches, bro. Like he don't take no slack off nobody. Like the right. trainers, the, the, the <laughs> getting the two. If you ain't you ain't coming in right, weighing the right thing, what the heck is he doing? Why he's not wearing this? Oh, this, if you're not lifting what you're supposed to lift, you're not like it's crazy, man. He, he goes off. Yeah, yeah. That man, I couldn't imagine playing for Nick Saban. Like I, I feel like it'll, it'll be a dream come true, but I'll be scared too, just a tad. I bit. tell people, man, if, if you ain't mentally tough, bro, it ain't for you. Mm. It ain't, it ain't yeah. for you. It'll break you down real quick because, like I say, you got, you got so much stuff structured around the program. You got four quarter program. You got the summer running. Then you out there in training mm-hmm. camp, hundred degrees. You got to practice. People cramping up. Like mm-hmm. it, it's rough out there, bro. Like it, it's really rough. Yeah, yeah. We're going to go into 2013. The Auburn kickoff, the kick return. Now, when I was watching it, I was watching it. I'm watching it with my mama and my great auntie. The kick go up. I said, it's sore. They over there, oh, it's good. It's good. I'm like, bro, y'all don't see Chris Davis running it back like this. This man taking it back to the zone. What was going on through your mind on the, like, on the field or the sideline with all this yeah, going on? <laughs> <laughs> Get him down. Yeah, and that, that's like people don't know how big the Auburn Bowl down is in Alabama. Cause like my family from Alabama, I'm from Texas, but all my family from Alabama. So when this Auburn Bowl weekend is serious, like that Auburn Bowl week, that's the only thing that's getting talked about. The thing is, man, it's crazy, man. Like you have people actually dying over this game. Like whoever wins or lose, mm-hmm. you hear about it shooting every year. Like oh, such and such, his family mm-hmm. member, cause. Alabama lost. Uh, shot his family member because Auburn lost. I mean, it shouldn't get that deep, but it's just the rivalry. Like that's how, how yeah. crazy people are about football in Alabama, especially when it comes down to Alabama and Auburn. Right. To talk, walk me through the rivalry. Like when you you knew about the rivalry since you were from Bama, right. but when you actually on the team. And you're you're playing Auburn. Like, what's going in through your mind? Like this rivalry, I I gotta go get it. Like, what's going on through the mind? You just like, man, I hate them. Like, but it's not that yeah. type of hate where you like don't hate them off the field because 
Mm-hmm. Think about it. Have uh, people who play for Alabama are they the family members, they cousins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm coming. I'm okay. coming, my dude. But yeah, um, it's 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 it, it gets crazy, man. Like, like, like my cousin Trey Williams, he played for Auburn. That's my cousin. Like, we mm. that that was a that was a running back. Right? He was a he was a um, he's a linebacker number. He was number thirty. Oh, okay, he's okay. Cousin, yeah. Like, we don't take it as defensive fans. Do. We at, on the field, mm-hmm. we like, man, yeah, we hate them. We we got mm-hmm. we want to beat them because we know it's a potential. It could come down to us and them. Like, whoever gonna win the championship right. or go to the SEC or either one of us can ruin each other's season. It always happens right. like that. Mm-hmm. So, right. So that that game, you know, you lost. How was it like on the ride back? Like, quiet. Nah. What was the emotion? It's always quiet, man. You know that year we had the potential to have a three peak, you know, mm-hmm. and it didn't go our way because of that. Solely because of that kick. We win that game. Right. We go on to play Missouri in the in the uh, SEC championship, which Army ended up beating them. We felt we could have yeah. beat them, and we also had a uh, chance to play in the national championship because, like I say, Arvin beat them, so we beat Arvin. Arvin beat Missouri, and got down on. They lose against Florida State, but yeah. it was a close. It was a shootout. We felt like we should have mm-hmm. been there. Yeah, definitely. So definitely should have been there, but. Hey, you got two national titles under your belt since you when you was at Alabama. What does those national championship games feel like? Like when you when you're there, let's talk about when you win it. When you win it, what is the team what's going on through the team mind? You just on the field celebrating with your boys. How is that like? Yeah, yeah. I mean everybody's out there. Your family well, your family members well, uh every personnel on the on the team, like everybody on the on the field. You have mm-hmm. to clear everything up before you get started. Right. So it's right, really right. wild, like crazy. Hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> I I can tell. Like when I'm watching it from TV, I'm like, all the confetti, everything. It just seemed like it seemed like a wild time. It seemed like a wild time. On the field, like literally everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely for sure. Now we're going to get into a segment where I want your rankings. Like, But this is called rankings of your favorite players or whatever you want to rank. So my first thing is give me five players that came to Alabama after you that you would have loved to play with. Um, Najee Harris. Um, okay. Kevin Ridley. Okay. Uh, Jalen. Yeah. I would have liked to play with um, Devontae. Devontae. Okay. That's a, all them in the league. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all them in the league. That's, that's, that's a good – you play with some good people too. T.J. Yeldon, Kenyon Drake, A.J. McCarron. Amari. Uh, Amari Cooper. Yeah. Yep. Blake Sims was like that. A lot of people sleep on Blake Sims, but uh, he was like that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now, who was the funniest players you played with? Oh, like, man. they just funny for no reason. Um, Jared Williams, 
Christian Jones, Trader Breeze, you can name them, man. Like those, those are my <laughs> top three. Okay, okay. What made what made them so funny? What 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 did they do? Like Christian Jones, he can portray Ray Charles. He can like he was just funny, man. Like it's crazy how uh-huh. funny he was. Like, he did Ray Charles, <laughs> just, just walk around acting, imitating the coaches, man. It was just funny. And Twenty, he just he speaks for himself. He he's funny. He don't even try to be. Now we're gonna get into a segment where it's called my bad. So basically, in this segment, I want you to tell a story where you did something to a teammate or to anybody, and they don't know it was you, or you did something and you just felt bad because you did it. Yeah, man. One year, man, we were playing. We were playing in the um, the A Day game, and like mm-hmm. right before the game, like a Thursday or something like that. Uh, no, that Friday, Terry Pre was like, "Man, Nudie, you see me in the game? Don't hit me hard, bro. Don't stiff on me hard." So we just gonna give each other a little tap and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. So in the midst of the game, I think I catch a pass on running the ball. Somehow me and Trey beat up. Man, I stiff on the heck out of Trey. Putting the mean on to put you down for a minute. So when mm-hmm. I stiff, he hopped over like, man, my back is killing me. <laughs> I thought you were gonna thump me, bro. I'm like, no, not too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I know, I know y'all probably had some bad blood after that, like a little, just a little saltiness. Nah, he had a little salty. We we all worked it out, man. I told him my bad, and we we eventually got over. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. So now we're gonna take a, a step away from your career, at Alabama. Amazing career. We're gonna go into the pros because you had a pro career. Draft night. Where were you at? How did you celebrate? Man, I was at home, man. Um, I was actually just sitting in my my kitchen, man. Everybody else was around me, my family, my friends. Um, we just watching the draft. So I'm get I, I get a call from a six one five number. I'm like, who the heck? Is I, I, I'm not minding it. It's draft. I'm not thinking about that. Mm. From a six one five number. So I pick up, they were like, oh, Johnson is such a seven with ten tight. Uh, we would love to draft you. Would you look for our office? Like, hell, you know. <laughs> so, so I go to crime. Everybody's cheering. Like, he he made it. He did it. Mm-hmm. And like, well, it was a crazy and, and very, anxiety. like, I had anxiety like a bug, man, waiting on that phone call. So right. You never, you never think it's going to come. And when they finally do, you at you have a sign of relief. Like, all the mm-hmm. that off the off the shoulders. Your first NFL check, what you get? Man, I don't even remember. I just know it was something crazy when I first signed. Like, my signing bonus or whatever was like, I want to say like 600 sometimes. I was like, man, I ain't ever seen that much money in my life. Right. And it all came in my, my deposit in my bank account. Like, man, that's, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. I ain't ever seen money. Yeah. Yeah. So now, you know, you put football to the side, you got a family, you got your kids. What does all that mean to you? Like, man, like, life is more than football. What have you learned since you retired from football? Man, life is hard. <laughs> yeah. You got a life, man. You got, a, you got kids to raise. You got, you got bills to pay. You got to find someone. You got to go, go to work. Like, 
time to step up and be a, a real man in this world and show you like show your kids your, well, your boys and at least how to be a real man. Daughter how daughter how she's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Definitely, bro. Definitely. Yeah, um, could you still see yourself being that same father and husband if you play football? Yeah, I can because I'm, I'm pretty much the same all the way around, bro. Cool, laid back, and like to have fun. But when it's time to be serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, you can ask anybody, man, anybody that meet me or if you were to meet me, I'm the same laid back guy no matter what I'm doing. Yeah, hopefully I will meet you because you know I'm, I'm gonna try to get out there to Mobile with my brother, and hopefully we can meet, bro. <laughs> All good, but, man. Get together, man, and we gonna have a good time. Yes, yeah, so sir. We gonna your brother, your brother and Sue They like to have fun, man. So <laughs> we gotta link up and have a good time, man. Oh, yeah, we're going to make that happen, bro. We're going to make that happen. Well, that's going to be it for today, y'all. If y'all don't know, that was uh, Justin Fowler. We want to thank you so much for being on the show, man. I'm going to let you get with your family. Now, I appreciate you. You take care, and uh, God bless you, man. Mm-hmm.